This is the story of writing for October 26th, 2023. On this day in 1881, Wyatt Earp and Doc Holliday got caught up in one of the most well-known gunfights of the American Wild West. It was a flashpoint in a feud between the Earp brothers and a group called the Cowboys. Despite its popular name, the gunfight did not take place in the OK Corral, though it was in Tombstone, Arizona, of course, only 30 or so miles from the Mexican border. The shooting lasted less than 30 seconds. In that time, cowboys Billy Clanton and brothers Tom and Frank McLowry were killed. Billy Claiborne and Ike Clanton turned tail and ran. Virgil and Morgan Earp were wounded. So was Doc Holliday. But Wyatt Earp emerged without being hurt. The gunfight intensified the feud between the Earps and the cowboys, which numbered in the hundreds of men. Not long after the gunfight in Tombstone, gang members ambushed Virgil Earp, who was maimed, and Morgan Earp, who was killed. After seeing little to no action from Lawman in Arizona, Wyatt Earp took matters in his own hands. He chased down and killed some of the cowboys. The gang was ultimately scuttled by time, gunfights, or running away. And it was on this day in 1892 that the author Ida B. Wells sought a different kind of justice. She published what she called a pamphlet titled Southern Horrors, Lynch Law in All Its Phases. It documented lynching, the gruesome murders of black men by enraged white mobs. It was a project Wells began some years earlier when she owned her newspaper named Free Speech. The building housing the paper in Memphis, Tennessee was burned to the ground by a group of white people who were angry that Wells was documenting lynchings. After her paper and press were destroyed, Wells published the Southern Horrors pamphlet. She wrote that it was, quote, a contribution to truth, an array of facts, the perusal of which it is hoped will stimulate this great American republic to demand that justice be done though the heavens fall. It is with no pleasure I have dipped my hands in the corruption here exposed. Somebody must show that the Afro-American race is more sinned against than sinning, and it seems to have fallen upon me to do so. Wells did that and more. She studied numerous reports of lynchings, their causes, and perpetrators. She found that most of these murders took place after Southern whites claimed, without evidence, that a black man raped a white woman. Wells' skepticism of the whites' claims led her to look for other reasons behind lynchings, and she found that many of these allegations against black men were often made in places where black men were doing well financially. The lynchings then, according to Wells, were part of a larger strategy to stave off competition while simultaneously enforcing a black second class. In 1895, Wells published another pamphlet with even more in-depth reporting on lynching. It was titled The Red Record. Historians and other researchers at the New York Public Library said, quote, the Red Record used mainstream white newspapers to document a resurgence of white mob violence finding that more than 10,000 African Americans had been killed by lynching in the South between 1864 and 1894. It is the birthday of the woman who wrote, Do all the good you can, by all the means you can, in all the ways you can, in all the places you can, at all the times you can, to all the people you can, as long as ever you can. American human rights activist, lawyer, first lady, U.S. Senator, and U.S. Secretary of State Hillary Clinton was born on this day in 1947. 
She's written a number of books from the 1996 It Takes a Village to 2017's What Happened, and co-wrote the 2021 book State of Terror with Louise Penny. There's not much I can say about her that hasn't been said and argued over ad nauseum, except that she is an American original. There really is no one like her. And it is the birthday of the woman who wrote, May you walk a lighted path. May you fight for truth, your truth, not someone else's. And may you understand, above all things, that you are the most important concept, theory, and philosophy I have ever known. American author Marisha Pessel was born on this day in 1977. She is known for her novels, special topics in calamity physics, night film, and never world wake. Pessel is also known for her details, the literary breadcrumbs in her stories that lead readers down these glowing, beautiful paths, and then whammo, that's when she gets you. I remember reading special topics in calamity physics on a plane when the guy sitting next to me asked about it. He couldn't get over the title, how thick the book was, and how small the type was on each page. He shook his head and said, better you than me. And he was right. Today's reading is from Great Expectations, written by Charles Dickens and published in 1861. My sister's bringing up had made me sensitive. In the little world in which children have their existence, whosoever brings them up, there is nothing so finely perceived and so finely felt as injustice. It may be only small injustice that the child can be exposed to, but the child is small, and its world is small, and its rocking horse stands as many hands high, according to scale, as a big-boned Irish hunter. Within myself I had sustained from my babyhood a perpetual conflict with injustice. I had known from the time when I could speak that my sister in her capricious and violent coercion was unjust to me. I had cherished a profound conviction that her bringing me up by hand gave her no right to bring me up by jerks. Through all my punishments, disgraces, fasts and vigils and other penitential performances, I had nursed this assurance. And to my communing so much with it, in a solitary and unprotected way, I in great part refer the fact that I was morally timid and very sensitive. And that is the story of writing for October 26th. Thanks for listening.